You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hey there, I'm Caroline Kay from carolinekay.co, hostess of the Snippets of Genius podcast, business and success coach, and your kick up the arse for the next 20 minutes. If you're already a friend, student, or client of mine, welcome back. In this episode, I'm diving into the strategies and real life examples to uncover the best way to hit and achieve your big, hairy, audacious goals, otherwise known as BHAGs. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, you need to go check out my episode with Terry Tyrrell. It was the first in this series and it's a beauty. So if you're new around here, hello and welcome. I'm thrilled we are connecting. I hope this podcast episode is the exact thing you've been looking for. And if you like this and it's helpful, come on over to my website, www.carolinek.co, where you'll be able to dig into more honest and helpful conversations to unlock the next level of your success. This series has been a whistle-stop tour of the amazing journeys my friends, mentors and clients have been on to achieve their goals and I'll be back with you after the summer having a good old chit-chat with some of the most inspiring guests for Series 3 who are all excited to dive into how they've achieved their biggest, hairiest goals, their BHAGs, in order to make a big impact in the world. It's going to be a hell of a series and I hope you can make it. For now, let's chat about why you came over here today and let's talk about some goals. Maybe you got the alert saying, hey, you're nearly halfway through the year and it's made you panic and think, "Uh, where the hell did the time go? (laughs) Maybe someone asked you if you'd achieved everything you wanted in the first half of this year and the answer in your head was a big fat no. Maybe you're trying to come up with the best way to make the second half of this year a whole heap better than the first half. Or perhaps you're at the beginning of your journey and you know you should write some goals, but where do you start? Well, listeners, wherever you are, you're in the right place. And in this episode, I have got you covered because I believe for every challenge, there is a process to take action and goals are a fundamental tool to make your dreams happen. So today we're going to take the time to remember the interesting things that you love, that light you up, that give you renewed energy to take on that next big challenge. Because when you set goals the right way, big things happen life-changing things that create a ripple effect and before you know it you are smashing goals left right and center. I can tell you this honestly as I'm now recording this episode from my brand new home in Italy. It's everything I've ever dreamed of. It's villa life baby and I feel so grateful that I have arrived here and in today's show I'm going to share with you the two tools I fundamentally believe were instrumental to making this happen. That's visualization and goal setting. Visualization is something I'm super passionate about. Go back to episode nine at the end of the last series, where I give a great example of the critical components to consider to visualize your best life. You can do this for any goal. The aim with visualization is to picture your goal so clearly in your mind, you'll be able to spot the opportunities that will bring you closer to your vision at every turn. 
If you want more inspiration, there are literally hundreds of guided meditations and visualizations online. Check out a few and please share any great ones you find. But meanwhile, for now, let's get cracking with goal setting. One of the questions I get asked by my clients is, how do I choose my number one goal? Everything is really important, right? There are literally a million steps in business. When you think about all of them, your head will spin. We even start to think, you know, this is just too big. It's just too overwhelming and you don't even start. It's very common to see yourself shying away from that one thing that you want as you've lost your balance in another area of your life. In most cases, what we need is a win. To achieve one goal will create that ripple effect to regain your self-confidence, refuel your belief in yourself, and this will help you achieve your other big goals. The common mistake I see is trying to do what logically makes sense and not use what will make the biggest difference to how we act and how we feel right now. In business, we always want more clients. I've never met anyone who doesn't. However, if you're unhappy in other areas of your life, it affects your work. If you don't have the right team around you or the right culture in your organization, this is where the rot sets in. Think about it. If you're feeling unhappy with your body, you most likely won't want to go and do that photo shoot that you know will help supercharge your marketing and build your funnel of leads. If your friendship group has become disbanded, then you most likely are not going to get the mental break you need to reset and recharge your batteries and work and damn well feel like 24-7, making you resentful of the very work you're supposed to love. Or if your family are having trouble or any kind of trouble at home, the mental headspace this is taking up may stop you from having your best ideas, make you tired, stressed, forgetful. You get the point. But as we've talked about in this series, which is all about scaling your business, building up the right culture, building up the right team, if that team isn't aligned with your vision and engaged with where you want to go, you'll find yourself being pulled left, right and centre, here, there and everywhere and not staying on track. These are just some examples, but I'm sure you get the idea that the seemingly less important goals than the urgent need now directly in front of my nose, can we get this sorted please, isn't maybe where you want to start. You first need to fix the drainer on your time and energy and you'll find the big hairy audacious goals are going to take care of themselves. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that back in March, I made my number one goal to lose the lockdown weight. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I ate everything. So I went all in and I dropped a stone and a half. That's 10 kilos for all of my friends overseas. It's <laughs> a pretty big deal. I mean, I set that goal back in January. Um, by the 1st of March, uh, yeah, I put more weight on. <laughs> I haven't lost any. So I hadn't really connected with that goal. I thought other things were more important, but actually it was having a massive effect on me. And actually by focusing on that goal, which at the 1st of March, I realized that I needed to do something pretty drastic to get ready by the end of March, I nailed it. I smashed that goal because I focused on one thing and I showed up and I improved all other areas of my business, my marketing, my social media. And this is when new opportunities emerged and this is when new clients were won. Second mistake I see time and time again is people not connecting, and I've made this mistake as I've just explained, with the feeling of succeeding in that goal. When you connect with that feeling, this is how you stay focused, stay motivated. If you don't connect, well then you're not really going to be that committed. There's no real burning desire in you because emotions are what we desire. It's not you know, great, I've lost 10 pounds. Yeah, that'd be nice. But actually, I feel great. I look fantastic. I'm turning heads again. That's what we want to feel. And that's what you connect with. 
So this is where I want you to go, people. I want you to connect with the feeling of your goal and I want you to create that emotional, emotive trigger language to support your willpower so you stay 100% dedicated to that one goal. And I steadfastly believe you need to focus on one top goal and have two supporting goals that you chip away at each week. Because it's fine saying, I'll just have one goal, but you've still got a million other things to do in your business. But you need to prioritise. You need to have your big rocks. You need to have the things that you're really working towards so that you know you are moving that needle. So let me pull this out of you today. Regain your balance and make dreams happen. Do this exercise and I promise you, you'll feel better, act smarter, think quicker, and most importantly, show up in your business as the best version of yourself. So you ready? Step one, answer this question. Feel free to pause me as you write down your reply. What's the one thing you could do now to make you feel great in six months time? I'll repeat that. What's the one thing you could do now to make you feel great in six months time? Once you're clear on this, you can get clear on what you need to do to make this happen. Some of you will be able to answer this in a heartbeat. Others may find this super difficult. Whichever you are, you both need this next step to have real clarity on your final answer. Because a really effective way to get clarity and decide on the needle moving goal is to use a scorecard method to figure out what is draining your energy, creativity, blocking your ability to achieve the fulfillment and success you crave. So here goes the next step. List out all the areas of your life and business and then based on your gut feel, give them a score out of 10 on how well those areas are performing. And give you an example of the areas that I generally carve up with my clients. So there's 10 here. Number one, money and finance. Two, career and work. Three, health and fitness. Four, fun and recreation. Five, personal development. Six, environment. Seven, community. Eight, partners and love. Nine, family and friends. And 10, spirituality. Now, one of the things that most of my clients do is go, oh, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that one? So I don't want you to overthink this, wondering what I mean by these labels. I want you to give these words your own definition and meaning. This is your life, your business, your goals. So it has to connect with who you are and what you think. But these essentially break down into the hierarchy of needs of each of us. We're human. (laughs) We might be business owners, but we're still human. And so what you need to do is really think about what are the needs you have in your work and life to feel supported, to feel safe, to really feel loved. You need these things. So break down, where is the gap? Work this out on a scorecard basis. Okay, so mark and score yourself out of 10. Okay, 10 is this is phenomenal. I'm kicking ass. I'm super happy. It can't get any better. One is, oh dear God, is this really happening? This is terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get out the box of tissues. So between one and 10, make your scores across those areas. Then pick your three lowest scores. These are the areas that dramatically need your attention. And you might not think they do. You're thinking I'm giving them a low score because I don't really care about it. Well, actually, it's probably having a more negative effect on your life than you think. What you want to be doing is getting all of your scores more to an even keel. So if your highest score is an eight, because you're not going to give it a 10, because you're not there yet, but you've got a score as low as a three, you need to be bringing everything up to an eight. That is your goal. But what I really want you to do is think about with all of these, how would I bring this up to a 10? What can I do to make this 
amazing. How can I do this to be knocking it out of the park for each of them? What does that even look like? What does good look like? A lot of us don't take the time to figure this out. So that's what I want you to do. Once you've got these figured out and you know what great looks like for each of them, let's think about one of the ones that get you excited. There will be more ones on there that get you super excited, but there's also ones that are really draining your energy, pulling you down and blocking you. So let's start with one of those ones we need to really pull up now. Start with one that really excites you, but I want you really to pick three out of those 10. So I gave my environment a five back in January. The same four walls after the pandemic were driving me slightly nuts. So you're with me? <laughs> to give it a 10, I wanted a bigger place. I wanted more outdoor space. And yeah, that kind of the, the, was the wish list. It's not very specific. So I took it further and I made it a smart goal. So when you're thinking about making it smart, you've got to make it specific. You've got to make it measurable. You've got to make it achievable, relevant, and timely. So let's just take, I want something bigger and say, actually, I want 50% more space. I really need it to be in my, in, within my budget. So, you know, what I can afford, <laughs> that means achievable. And I want it to be in an area that I love more than the one I live in right now. Because where I lived was great. It's just not what I wanted anymore. I've grown out of that space. And I wanted it to happen this year. That makes this a smart goal, not just a wish list goal. And the next step is to brainstorm every action I needed to take to make incremental steps to make that happen. And you need to do the same. This is called your massive action plan. You need to follow within the time frame you have set. So I gave myself 12 months to do this. I'm, I am absolutely ecstatic I've done it within six because I found the right place. But if you start doing this and you're taking steps every single month to get there, you'll be there before you know it. I hope this makes sense and that you can follow these methods and do the same. So let me just recap. Score the areas of your life and see what scores are the lowest and what most urgently needs addressing. What is the big drainer in your life right now? What is the one that really excites you right now? Choose two, add in another one for good measure. So you have three and make one your priority goal for the month. All your other goals are gonna move back by one month. Otherwise you're just being busy and you won't move the needle. Give it a try. Let me know your SMART goals for the second half of this year because now is the time to reset, rethink and make it happen. I've achieved some big things in the first half of this year because I've gone through this exact process. I know you can do it too. And I hope this series and today's episode has given you the opportunity to step back and reflect on where you are now and where you want to be and know that it is possible. Until next time, have a great summer and follow me on Instagram for the countdown to the launch of series three. I can't believe series three is coming up. Thanks so much for listening to this show. It really makes me smile when I see your wonderful reviews. Keep them coming. And if you know anybody who wants to start or scale their business, put them in touch. Send them over to my website, www.carolineK.co. That's www.carolineky.co. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.